All right, guys, uh, we're going to go ahead and get started. So uh, hopefully you guys have been keeping an eye on the Facebook and, and here in Discord, but I'm going to drop something here in the chat. And uh, this is kind of our celebration town hall. So we're live. Um, at this point, we are announcing that FPV Coalition, the FPV Freedom Coalition is 100% live. Um, so what this means is the website's live, our membership is live, our shop is live, everything's live. Um, so I'm going to drop a couple slides in here. If you guys have questions, uh, feel free to jump in, ask any questions you want. Um, I'm happy to answer them. Dave's happy to answer them. Um, anybody here is happy to answer your questions. So um, I just want you to, any feedback you guys have, I want to know about it. So um, if you guys are on your computers, uh, you can jump to fpvfc.org. Uh, the website is live. Um, all the links are, are solid and they're ready to go. Um, if you pull up the website right on the front page, I'm going to drop, I'm going to keep dropping slides in here, guys. You can click on them to make them larger. Um, <laughs> and uh, if you need to uh, zoom them up a little bit, um, they're going to kind of come fast and furious. So on the main page, uh, there are two prime links. The first one is the become a member link that will take you to our membership website. Um, where you can sign up to become an official FPVFC member. There are, as of right now, there are three membership levels. There's an adult membership, which is $40 a year. There is a youth at $20 a year. And there is a founding member at $75. Now, the founding member, that's a one-time $75 fee. But from here on out, you will always be a founding member. Um, once the year has elapsed, you will fall into a $40 a year membership. Um, if you're an adult, if you're a youth, you fall into the 20. Um, but if you feel like you have the extra uh, funds to help fund us, um, you can sign up for that founding member and have that on your uh, label for now until eternity. Um, so I'm going to drop in the next one. So if you go click on the become a member, it's going to take you to our membership website, which is going to look like this. You're just going to click the join the FPV Freedom Coalition. You go through a couple prompts and you'll be able to sign up through there. Um, you'll get a welcome email from us saying thank you for joining. Um, Stephanie, what else do you want to chime in on on the uh, membership website there? Um, I don't really have anything other than... Well, I mean, you, you kind of nailed it. So, yay, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. So, making uh, my job easier. <laughs> when you uh, when you sign up, um, you will have an opportunity to print a membership card. It will have your information, your membership number, your level on it, and when the expiration date is. So, um, make sure that if you do sign up, and we'd love for you to sign up that you do print your membership card. That'll come in handy later on down the road. Dave? Uh, yeah, nothing nothing to add so far. Sounds, okay. sounds good. All right, Stephanie, here's your crowning jewel, ma'am. Yes. So the FPV shop. Stephanie, take it from here. I 
just buy things, help us. <laughs> <laughs> There's going to be a few changes over the next couple of weeks. Right now, what's up there is just, I kind of threw out a little bit of everything just to kind of get a feel for the shop, kind of get a feel for um, what kind of merch you guys are interested in and, and looking for. But I also wanted to be inclusive as far as family goes. Um, that's why there's kid, baby, um, smaller versions, uh, a lot more choices for women because that's not available in most places. So if you guys have any ideas or feedback, please let me know. Yes, Vampire, FPV babies. There's nothing more yes. important. And in fact, one a, a funny story behind FPV babies. So back, I don't know, probably about a year ago, um, I went around and I started asking all the major manufacturers why they weren't offering like onesies and toddler shirts and whatnot. And I got authorization from quite a few of them to create um, some just for personal use. But, uh, um, you know, we're, we're definitely going to be supporting FPV babies. So they're the future of the hobby. So if people don't see something that they want, how should what should they do? Who should they contact and how? They can email store at fpvfc.com. I'll drop that. And I will get that and see what I can do. What's in the picture there, guys? That's only about a third of what's in there. So Yeah, I'm um, just open here. <laughs> There's a there's a, a lot of stuff there. there's a ton there and there's more on the way. In fact, there's actually a line um, that we're doing. It's the it's designed by FPV pilots and uh, so that will be coming when Steph. Um, about two weeks. I'm gonna start taking submissions for that. I'll have the submissions file ready to go, and then I'll have something that I can post in the Discord and on our Facebook group. Um, so if you want to submit something to be a part of the uh, featured pilot showcase, help yourself. I'd love to see what you guys have. All right. And we do have our first um, one lined up. So that will be coming out in approximately two weeks. Um, so going back to the website, a uh, couple of things. Uh, I'm not going to walk you through the entire website, but Primarily, first and foremost, if you go to, if you click the take action button at the very top right on the front page, it will take you to this page. Um, it will have the join the FPVFC, it'll have the store as well, but it also, primarily, this is going to have the volunteer link. And it's through here that you can um, submit an application to help out with whatever you feel you can help out with. Um, that could be uh, merchandise and design. It could be fundraising. It could be writers and editors. Um, we are looking for uh, an accountant. Um, Dave, you had a few more you were looking for. I need to update that page a little bit. But Yep. Let's see. Um, so you click that. It takes you to a form, and it sends an email directly to us. But also feel free to reach out to us on Discord, on Facebook, um, wherever. If uh, you've got the uh, idea, then I'm sure that we can um, help you make that a reality and, and help you help the community. Um, and that's the biggest point of this whole thing is to help the FPV community survive and thrive. So um, let's see. 
Um, next up, drop this. Also on the on the website, we've got a resources page, um, and this is where you're going to be able to get uh, check into. We've got the HR 302 FAQ, which is absurdly long, but answers a lot of questions that people can have. We've got uh, a checklist, which would include pre-flight um, traveling checklist, uh, flying in like a group session kind of checklist. It's got um, stuff like managing your VTX channels. Um, managing your power, all that kind of stuff. Um, they're really useful. It's got where to go to register, and it's the legit FAA registration site. Um, no third parties allowed. Um, we don't want third parties getting your information. Uh, it's got uh, our press releases. It's got our um, log of these town hall meetings. So if you miss something, you can go back right there and uh, catch up right there. Um, so there's definitely a lot of resources. And then um, lastly, we've got the um, safety guidelines. Um, we just had a town hall last week on the safety guidelines, and I went through today and I updated, uh, including a lot of those changes that were recommended. Um, so things like making sure your registration is on the outside of your aircraft. Um, we had a request for... Um, adding in uh you know a little bit of uh like when you're flying in a group uh, announcing that you're powering up that kind of thing which are all great recommendations so um i updated those i updated the pdf you can click that pdf it'll pop up a one-page document you can print that off you can throw it in your flight bag so you you've got those with you whenever you need them um let's see and i've got one other thing Give me one second. I had this pulled up and I failed. Let's see. Oh, for crying out loud. I apologize, guys. No, it's fine. Just find the stuff you need. I feel like everyone else is being really quiet right now, like out of <laughs> courtesy. But it's like... How many people have got in here? Like 19? Yeah, yeah quite 16. a few. This is the biggest silent. group we've had so far. <laughs> True oh, yeah. story. It's pretty rad. <laughs> and it's awesome. No, it's no, no. Good. If Guys, if you have any questions, please feel free to interrupt me, jump in. Um, I'm happy to answer them. Uh, one thing I want to do is I want to, uh, if you guys click on this, this is our official press release. Um, Fancy things like this now. Okay. We do have fancy things like this now. So um, we were able to actually publish out a press release. Um, and uh, um, it's uh, pretty awesome. So when you guys get a second, feel free to give it a read. Um, and uh, it's also on our website. So in the press section, um, like I said, we're going to be updating that with anything that we're doing, anything that we're working on. Um, and uh, anything that, that kind of needs the attention of the community. Um, there's a lot of stuff that we do behind the scenes that's probably not super exciting, but it's it's the work that's going to pave the way for the future of FBB. And um, we're, we're really excited about all that. So, um, wow, I kind of burned through all of that in about 20 minutes. So. Come here, come here. <laughs> 
let me add a couple of thoughts, uh, Josh. This is Dave. Yeah. This is Dave Messina. Um, so we are a nonprofit, and and as uh, many of you know, we had to uh, become a nonprofit. It's a little layered, but uh, the FAA uh, recognizes community-based organizations in order to be a, and that is they recognize a, a CBO or community-based organization to influence uh, regulations. And in order to be a uh, community-based org uh, organization, you have to be a nonprofit. So we've gotten that officially through the IRS. We're a 501c3. And uh, one way to look at this, and if you think back of what about what Josh was uh, just talking about, is that we've got basically two paths we're going to go on. One is helping the community with the day-to-day -day things, the resources he talked about, the checklists, the the HR 302, knowing what it means, what dates are coming up, and what's going on in the uh, uh, in the FAA uh, world, and and of course um, FPBFC is USA specific, so we are uh, absolutely focused on the FAA's work, um, and the, and that's the other half. So the other half is working with the FAA. We've got two documents out for review, or they do, that we have to respond to by the 15th of April. So. And as Josh mentioned, that stuff's not terribly exciting, uh, but it is critical to uh, FPV, and uh, your support is uh, critical for us to um, do both things, both the resources uh, to help on the day-to-day -day, as well as work uh, with the uh, FAA. Uh, we have uh, already uh, a diverse crew uh, uh, across a, a pretty small core team, um, with uh, uh, Josh and Dan and uh, and Stephanie and uh, and Matt and uh, we're uh, able to put this together um, and uh, we because we are a nonprofit uh, we are required to listen to the uh, to the community so uh, we have to defend that yes this is you know, how we put our energies and our revenues toward uh, what we said we were going to do um, and along those lines. Uh, anyone, uh, as we go along, uh, we will be very transparent. What are we collecting? What are we expending funds on? So we we won't uh, use the town hall to get into that level of detail, but I welcome the questions and we'll make we'll figure out a way to make it uh, transparent so that there's uh, access and visibility so that folks can gain some trust. And yeah, we're you know we're really working for this community uh, as I I hope everyone can see that. You know, what's been pulled together is, you know, this is a, a work that's been done on the behalf of the FPV community. Josh, anything else? Yeah, I do. Um, so, you know, one of the things that, uh, you know, we, we do want to make clear is as a 501c3, we are completely funded by either our membership, our fundraising uh, ideas and, and merchandise, or through donations. So, um, do keep in mind that a straight donation is completely um, tax deductible. Um, membership is kind of a gray area, and we'll we'll kind of have to sort through that. But um, definitely, straight donations is tax deductible, um, and we are going to be completely funded by the community in one form or another. Um, we are searching for grants and that kind of thing to to help offset some of that but all of that revenue is going towards um fighting for our rights for fpv and joining together with the faa to make sure that we are carving out a place for us permanently um so 
I, I do want you guys to know that, and I do appreciate everybody's support up until and hopefully in the future. Um, there's a lot of great progress being made here, and it's been a long six months. Um, but, you know, we, we fought through and we've gotten to this point, and we can keep fighting and go much, much further. Any questions from anybody? Not a question, but I would just say thanks for all the work. Uh, I know what it takes to put that kind of uh, that kind of thing together, all the paperwork, all the research, all that kind of stuff. And so uh, thanks to you guys for your uh, to your effort, for your efforts. Absolutely. We we love doing it. And if we didn't, if it wasn't, you know, a project of passion and love and 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 um you know stability for our community we wouldn't be doing it and it's because of you guys that we are doing it it's because of the community and uh, from day one a couple of years ago when i entered into this hobby i was completely impressed with the community and you know through trials and tribulations and drama and and whatever at the end of the day we're here to enjoy fpv and um, this community is so much more inclusive than any other community I've been a part of. And I think that alone um, is what drives me and each and every one of the pilots seeing what people are doing and, and flying and, and how they're growing. That's a passion of mine. And I want to keep that up and I want to keep it going for you guys. One of the questions that, that came up, and it was a topic in a town hall uh, some time ago, was, so what do you got, you know, why do you guys exist? I thought the AMA had this covered. And so uh, we uh, contacted the, the AMA, and we will be working collaboratively with them uh, as we can. There are, uh, we, we agree that there are a number of common objectives, and we'll uh, continue talking to them. We also felt um, that it's uh, really important for us to be distinct and separate. And uh, having uh, been in a number of AMA clubs, uh, and having uh, and in as much as a, I'm a grumpy old uh, guy myself, um, we know that there's a, a a a feeling and a sentiment that we have to uh, uh, be careful about within the AMA and. Uh, we want to make sure that we are uh, working for the the rights and the privileges uh, with the FAA, and where uh, where there is uh, good uh, positive overlap, then we'll uh, work with the AMA, and uh, and hopefully our our voices will uh, will help as we go toward uh, uh, shaping regulations going forward. Absolutely. So one of the questions came from Magic. Uh, any thoughts on incorporating STEM programs? I did answer in the chat, but um, it is in the future. Um, STEM school programs, uh, definitely. Uh, to me, FPV and, and quadcopters and model aircraft in general, just they are the defining um, point behind STEM. It, it incorporates every single one of those. Um, those acronyms, and uh, I think that um, it's just the perfect uh, project for a STEM program. 
and, and I think many would agree. Um, also, in the near future, uh, for our members who join, uh, we are looking at a, at a recreational type insurance option. Um, we don't know just yet what that will um, entail, but um, just know that that's something we're working on as well. Um, so that uh, the, the goal is to be able to provide you guys with liability, theft, and um, mostly liability and theft, right, Dave? I'm not missing something, am I? Correct. And, and that recreation will be limited to flying FPV. Not, I'm, I'm teasing, but I'm, I'm uh, serious in a sense. So it's, that's in uh, contrast to commercial FPV. So we are, there are a lot of uh, offerings uh, out there now. There are some available, so we, we'll look to uh, select one and uh, provide that through FPVFC. And so for uh, FPV and recreational FPV is the uh, would be the focus. Absolutely, and, and that's the goal behind all this, guys. Is is we're here to support recreational, the recreation side of the hobby. Um, and um, that's I, honestly, I think that's the underrepresented part of the community and at the same time it's the part of the community that needs that the most um so uh with that now, said yeah, yeah and, and the um one of the things that's um that will keep us a little uh, different is that we are studying and reading everything we can on uh 107 changes uh, part 107 new regulations coming out of the uh, the FAA, because uh, we want to make sure that we understand uh, how that will uh, benefit or impact uh, uh, recreational FPV. So we are not um, uh, being or keeping isolated uh, from awareness. We we want to work with the FAA uh, with a full knowledge uh, of the 107 side of things because we feel. Uh, that gives us better context to understanding uh, recreational. Absolutely. If I may just step in there. Of course. Uh, yeah. If we go back to the um, having STEM programs in schools. Um, I pretty much started the um, drone club, as it is referred to at my school. Um, Excellent. But the issue is, is that during school, there's like at least here over in the UK, it's two in two and a half, two in the morning. Thank you. Um, anyway, um, but yeah, there's like we're doing stuff all of the time, so it's actually quite difficult to fit having a dedicated STEM program in, as long with the rest of our studies. Um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure how you'd deal with that in the American system. It's just an issue I've had over here. So well one of the getting... so one of the uh, things one of the schools near me um, got a grant this semester, and it's an elementary school of ten thousand dollars to do an after-school drone program. So I think, um, and and I can't speak for every school system, but I think a lot of uh, schools are opting to do it as an after-school kind of program, um, or like a club, like you know. And I'm dating myself now, but. Um, back when I was in high school, I was a part of the computer club and drama club and that kind of thing. And, and we did ex extracurricular stuff after school. Um, and I think that's a lot, uh, how a lot of schools are kind of fitting that in. Yeah. Cause, um, if I may continue here, um, like my, my, um, design technology teacher, so engineering type stuff, 
um, was actually like quite engaged with the drone stuff. It's just um, most teachers don't know what any of this um, drone stuff is. So if they didn't have someone like me who'd been doing it for the past three years to actually run the activity, they wouldn't be able to start doing it and entering competitions, which there are actually um, uh, inter-school competitions, which is quite nice to see. Unfortunately, they tend to be run by education companies rather than the drone racing companies. So they tend to be like 5-inch 3S racing on places where you shouldn't really be racing 5-inch. Yeah. So I think we need more of um, integration of like multi-GP doing like school races specifically so that we would, can get... One of, the things, one of the things that we've been talking about is a... Uh, would a... Uh, teach the teacher be of uh of value and so in terms of creating materials for obviously you know you're far along and you understand what's going on but if we were tr to try to replicate what you're doing uh in other schools uh you know, would it be beneficial to try to put a, a primer together that would uh, provide uh, some background and then with the addition of someone who is uh, within the community flying and knowledgeable they have the backing of, you know, these are the steps you really want to take, and these are the safety guidelines you want to adhere to. This is the time we need to allot to it. Think any any things like would that be? Uh, do you think helpful um, to replicate what you've done? Yeah, like definitely, like a um, like a guide, like a PDF of like a few pages long of just like basic safety guidelines, what they need to learn. So basically, just like lesson structures. Mm -hmm. So like okay. lipo safety. Um, what flight controllers do, what what different components do. Um, <clears throat> sorry. I take um, I, I take your point on a few pages because, as I'm sure you know, this can <laughs> it can get it to be a tome oh, yeah. very quickly. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's very easy for them to uh, sort of just quickly rush into something they know, which is something that happened last year when I tried to run it because mm -hmm. we were up against sort of time because we had we knew there was a race coming up like. I don't know how early we started, but it was like a few months um, before we started. So we just sort of like ordered a load of stuff. And then it was like um, the teacher decides like, oh, yeah, we're going to design the drone frames. Now, this involved um, if anyone's done CAD here, they'd know how difficult it is to teach people from zero to designing drone frames in a few months. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. You have, um, you've got uh, a number of people here who are, use CAD and uh... Yeah, I'm a mechanical engineer and uh, used CAD and uh, find it element as well. Yeah, I mean, I use Fusion 360 and I actually designed my own drone frames. Yeah. Excellent. Um, Excellent. Anyway, um, but the problem is, is at school, there isn't, they didn't have enough computers to run Fusion 360 on all of them. So you're left using SketchUp, which is not really print very well. Mm -hmm. um, I'll leave that out of it because that gets very confusing. Um, but yeah, the teacher sort of focused on just learning how to do the CAD rather than actually learning how to fly. So when it came to the actual races, um, they just kept crashing out while I was like just going super fast because I'd set them all up so I could fly them, which was probably not the best idea looking back on it. Um, <laughs> well, was there was That's there money brilliant. was there money involved in the finish? Um, there was not, unfortunately. <laughs> But um, I mean, that was my pride. So, so no, so no moral dilemma. Um, what, no. I, what, 
if if I may, one of the um, uh, one of the board of director members is uh, the CEO of Redcat Software, and so on the overall uh, STEM uh, concept. Uh, one of the things that his company is uh, pursuing is utilizing blockchain to ensure that all of the pilot data and all of the data that's captured, video or what, is encrypted uh, as it's uh, as it's being uh, pulled in. And I mention this um, because he, this is uh, a board member and he is uh, enthused with one of our ideas, uh, which is thinking about standardization. So we realize we are in a unique position in that uh, we hope we're objective and we'll, we'll uh, welcome criticism where we are not. Uh, but we, uh, this naturally lends itself, uh, this being FPVFC, lends itself to being able to work with manufacturers and uh, retailers on standards. So hopefully another area where uh, you you can expand your thinking about wow what could this uh, FPVFC do for me as a, a member of the community? We're interested in ideas. We really try to listen. That's one I just mentioned that that's one of them that came up. Didn't mean to stop the discussion on uh, on teaching in schools, but let's say uh, it came to me as a you know that's a, a that's one of the uh, the branches that uh, that came up in one of the discussions uh, about about STEM, in fact. Yeah. And, um, and, and with, with that standardization comes a ability to almost speed build and, and interchange parts quickly, you know, whereas learning how to solder and um, learning how to set things up and, and making sure you have the right connector for the right VTX and, and that kind of thing, that standardization makes that almost as plug and play as it can be. And I, I think that's the whole point behind that idea in STEM is to get people to to complete the build, understand how that process works, understand what it's doing, but doing so in a way that is easy, makes sense, and is fun. Yeah. I mean, I think something that could help in the STEM field and in standardization is if we had like um, like standard connectors. Like I know we have um, those like three pin. XT60s, I can't remember what they're called, but um, like having a kit to put together that's like you take in a set of components, you put the um, connectors on per se, and then you sell them on the STEM kits. Mm -hmm. Not as like to get profit or anything, but it just makes it easier so that they can quickly interchange parts rather than having to solder on their own connectors, and then they can change the parts. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Also, a standard like. Um, learning path so that people know how to like so you do hovering first then you do like forward flight backwards and forwards sort of thing um so it gives like a structured path and like um, yeah yeah stages. having having come from fixed wing rc and rc hillies I, i'm interested in fpv there's there seems to be you know just go fly it and it's uh, so yeah providing uh, newcomers uh, a bit more structure on uh, flight instruction would be uh, beneficial. Yeah, because that was my um, my difficulty with uh, teaching them how to fly, because I was like, I have to start with the basics, but mm -hmm. it's, um, but when you've got to, like, been flying a few years, you sort of mix them all together, so you don't really think of the basics, so it's quite difficult to actually go back and sort of think like that. Mm -hmm. um, 
so yeah just like a simple include that in the guide sort of thing of just stages of progression absolutely um, i i, I like totally get your point of, of going back to basics sometimes that's hard when you're you've been doing this for three four or five years it's hard to say okay how did i start did i you know like me personally i know i started indoors with a little tiny you know amazon quad um learning how to do you know fly forwards backwards keep orientation fly figure eights you know and and all those different uh lessons per se you know taught me how to control a craft so um definitely um i think a guy i i like that idea of, of a primer or a syllabus whatever you want to call it um for uh sort of thing. Yeah, yeah absolutely I, I started in like the complete opposite way i went i got actually a scholarship from my school like three or four, three and a half years ago something like that now which um, I'm still grateful for, because that got me straight into FPV, got me all of my goals and stuff. But um, I built it. I had no idea what I was doing, because there was none of this like support around us like three and a half years ago. Like hardly anyone was on YouTube doing it. So it was like, just tr try it and do it. So I built like six inch, like 2206, awful thing anyway. Um, barely flew on 3S. But it was like, take it up and try and fly it. And it was just... You didn't. I didn't really have any preparation on the smaller stuff because there wasn't really a lot of smaller, like, tiny whips then. So it was um, sort of just learn to fly it or face um, rebuilding it every time. But, yes. Um, yeah. Yes. There's multiple ways of getting into it and just having a standard system so that it's like cross compatible with other groups of people flying. Uh, well, I, I think uh, so. As um, Josh was saying, and I'd encourage you to take a look at the uh, the safety guidelines uh, that we've posted, and uh, we've uh, we've been tuning these, and uh, it'll probably be somewhat stable. But uh, we're happy to um, uh, to uh, to keep refining and adding and uh, and cutting also to try to keep it uh, net and brief. Um, but I'd, uh, you know, if you're working with a group or if you're uh, trying to uh, bring on a newcomer, take a look at some of the uh, the postings uh, and the checklists as well as the safety guidelines. We, the safety guidelines are uh, a, a rather important document for us because it's one of the credentials that we want to present to the FAA uh, to demonstrate our uh, bona fides to uh, become a CBO. Yeah. Um, as I said, I'm actually in the UK, so like two. Yep. We, we yes, we appreciate it's one. Thank you for being here at yeah. uh, what's now uh, what two thirty in the morning. Uh, yeah, twenty to three. Yeah. yeah. So most and... of this applies, which is actually really good. Good. Um, and I, I like how you've put it in um, grams, which is nice. So I actually understand what you're talking about. Yes. Um, yeah. Well, yeah. our our energy the energy uh, is in foot pound the kinetic energy, so yeah, we'll have to translate that to joules for you. So, but we'll uh, we'll work um, that through. Uh, um, thank you, Stymie, for thanking me on being here. I mean, <laughs> thank you, Seption, there. But uh, yeah, um, yeah. So it's it's really great that you're doing all of that. Um, I'm yeah, I've I've kind of lost my train of thought. Somebody else take over. <laughs> Other questions, points, reactions to what you've uh, seen so far? Things we can uh, uh, do in the either the the resources part or 
things that are required with the FAA that you know about? Lots of thanks to the team for all their hard work. It's amazing work. You're amazing people. Thank, Thank you. you. We appreciate that. Anything else? Uh, my my brother, pardon me, um, I've got kind of a sore throat here, but um, my brother works with a program in the uh, in the schools where they um, they have a club that flies uh, model rockets, and he's been in on that. We lost you, Dean. Where'd uh, you go? Am I there? I can see oh, you. I, think I got him. Yep. Well, I can hear you. Yeah, I think oh, it's. No. I think Josh. Maybe Josh it's my horrible is, internet. It's just Josh. <laughs> Can't be any worse than what I got here. Um, it's like two squirrels running down a path or something to carry the messages. Um, so you were you were saying your brother has been uh, helping and facilitating a a rocket club in this local school? Uh, yeah, he's he's not in my local school, um, but he's been doing this. Um, for like 15 years or so so he's been in on the oh. ground floor so i can check with him and see um they have a you know there's like because of this you know they have some similar safety concerns you know you can blow a hand off and um, sure yeah we're gonna go light yeah we're gonna go light a solid uh, rocket propellant in uh, uh in close proximity to kids yeah anything that that he's picked up picked up over the years in terms of here's how you hold the attention of uh, adolescence here's what uh, here's some do's and don'ts that would be invaluable yeah he's he's got a similar background to me in that he's um uh he's been an instructor in the adult education system for um doing exactly what i did we ended up uh -huh. in the same job but um uh so you know he um i can get from him you know what what he has for recommendations and that may help us to help with some standardization because they do this um, nationwide there actually he was telling me that they're trying to get a rocket to qualify to go to a national competition they have Fantastic. to meet a certain altitude within uh and they have to start all with the same kit, basically, you know, same set of regulations. So oh, that's fantastic. So I guess yeah, so, October, so they may, may have some guidelines. For, is, you know. is October sky required viewing for that uh, that crew? That's uh, that's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, I don't um, honestly, I don't know that much about it. I've just seen the videos. It looks like a heck of a good time and a, and a free trip to Florida, which from Wisconsin <laughs> is a great thing. You know. <laughs> Excellent. Um, yeah. And however, your whatever mode, if your brother would rather just, you know, chat with uh, one of us you know, or, uh, you know, w whatever works, we would love to uh, tap into his uh, experience. Yeah, I'm sure he would be. I'm sure he would be happy to uh, to help. I'm trying to get him hooked on this, too. I just need to get a, you know, I need to get a um, mini quad in his hand. And yeah, uh, once yeah, kind of he'll be there. he'll be. He'll be hooked because yeah, it's uh, it's pretty uh, great stuff. Put those yeah, you can go on. fly. Everyone, everyone here knows. Yeah, you can go fly, man. And and I had a long winter of not being able to fly with bad weather, and I was able to fly last week. And my my attitude about life in general just improved. And yes, that, that's we keep seeing and hearing uh, that as that it um, uh, FPV is a, a serious. Uh, positive influence uh, to folks who are depressed, to folks who are uh, 
you know, just to having trouble. And to, we take that very seriously and try, you know, try to understand, you know, how could we help with that? How could we help get the word out? And I think making it a, little, uh, a bit easier as we were talking about uh, earlier is um, uh, an important uh, aspect of it. And as we're looking at regulations, you know, folks have heard me uh, talk about focusing on um, quads that are under 250 grams because around the world there will be less regulation on uh, on those uh, UASs under 250 grams. And yeah. there's no such in thing the as bad weather. There you, yeah. Well, so, uh, you haven't been where I live because I'm in southern Minnesota. Weather that would put anybody under. Yeah. yeah. Um, especially, and I, I mean, I don't, I don't make any, um, it's, it, it's no secret. Um, uh, I, I mean, I have a, I, I've had a, a spinal injury and multiple surgeries and I got, you know, two, the equivalent of the metal and three, five inch quads into my spine that holds it together. So I don't get around real well. And, you know, just the ability, I mean, having, uh, having the ability uh, at one point for the physical therapist to say, hey, it's okay if you want to bring, you know, your tiny little one in and fly it around the PT gym. Awesome. And just somebody, you know, that was willing to take a risk and say, hey, you can do that. And, you know, literally everybody, you know, you're getting applauded by all these 70-year-old ladies getting their hips replaced because uh, they thought it was cool, you know. So, <laughs> That's I mean, I don't know how you can't hook anybody. And it sure, it sure helped my attitude about that's you know, awesome. I mean, it's it's awful to fight through that kind of kind of rehab. If you, I, I wouldn't wish it on anybody. It's... Yeah. Well, I'm glad you're able to cheer other people up, and that that obviously helped at your helps your spirits as well. Oh That's yeah, yeah, it was cool. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've done quite a bit of flying around people who are not actually affiliated with the trains at any stage, because with my group of people, I just generally fly around the department. Um. And sometimes people like really enjoy it, and then there's the other sort of group of people who try and hit it out of the air, and it's just like you get it. It really shows the divide of some people who think that drones are going to kill them, and drones are really fun, but it's yes. like um, kind of yeah. your job to deal with the, one of those groups. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That, yeah. I think the key is, or at least what I've run into here, you know, because I, I mean, I have to be like the ambassador with the parks and everything here i don't i run out of places to go because i don't you know i can't get to you know i can't be crawling over fences and getting to places when you know and flying some of these great spots i see if i can't drive there and get out of the car and be pretty close to it i'm it, it's not a spot for me um and so i run into the public a lot and i do a ton of education Hey, this thing is not a spy machine. I cannot take pictures through your window. You know, I, I I can't take creepy pictures of your kids playing soccer. You know, this is what it's like. And hand them. Well, I bought one of those little monitors. You know, they're they're cheap and it's not a great like picture. A five, but at least a four inch or five inch monitor that says, ah, there's, yeah, one of the guys from uh, um, Mexico City, Wara GP. You know, take a look at his videos. They're fantastic. He carries a always, always has a little six-inch yeah. monitor with him so that he can, you know, show people what, uh, you know, what's going on. This is why this yeah. is so cool. Uh, yeah, very, yeah, very clever. Is, yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's uh, and people are just a they're surprised, you know, because they think that it's something that it's not. 
And then what they do get the chance to see is how cool it is to have that view, like from the pilot seat, if you will, you know. Oh, absolutely. And uh, I think when you show them that, it's like, oh, man, I got to try that, you know. Yeah. Was that Dan saying something? No, I, I was just saying that they also see the quality and how you can't, like, spy on people with, like, 4K cameras from, like, a mile away. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's yeah. actually a really Good. bad video feed. Yeah, when they see the <laughs> crappy feed coming back to the goggles, you know, and what that's like, it, it's like, yeah, well, okay, you're not doing what we, what I thought you could do with that. Yeah. Consequently, whoever has digital video, don't take a cap, don't take a screen around with you. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well said. Right. So it's awesome. Well said. Yeah. On it's ICD. hard to spy at 95 miles an hour too. True I mean, story. For the record. Yeah. That's that's also true. Yeah, who's, which one of you guys has got the one that that may quite you know we were hypothetically saying no, it don't could, talk about it don't it, talk about it it could go you know at a higher rate of speed yeah yeah uh, 200 well i, I mean 100 i mean 100 that was under was 100, 100 i thought yeah <laughs> yeah yeah all right that's right you're talking under 100 miles per hour, hour too yeah. right yeah, yeah yeah you know um yeah i'm so. so interested in finding out how that's built <laughs> i'll send you some pictures <laughs> okay see. I see Dan has dropped a link here on, uh, uh, I think Dan has thrown down the gauntlet for anyone who lives in the cold, in the cold climate. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I, I mean, I've, I, I've done it. It's just, um, if I drop one out in the snow, then it's going to be there till spring. And that's kind of an expensive <laughs> thing, you know? Yes. Yeah, that's, that's true. I'm willing to go get that where it's, it may be much more difficult for others. Well, I'm I'm willing. Just the ability to do it is just not good. Yeah. You know, not yeah, you need work, a rescue but... drone. Yeah, I need go. a rescue person. Is what I need. <laughs> <laughs> you <know? laughs> well, you do have your spotter with you at all times, right? Absolutely. I do, but, but my spotter is usually my wife, and she's not all that crazy about running out there. In that, I'm not gonna go. You know, yeah, but... it's hilarious. Awesome. <laughs> Yeah. I'd like All to right. also just jump in quick oh, and uh, yeah. do a quick thanks for everybody who showed up tonight. That's awesome. Great to have you here. And that we do need your help. Uh, and one thing you can all do is just spread the word. Post links to our website, Facebook, share it, uh, get more people here in this meeting next week. Anything you can do to spread the word, we really appreciate it. Yeah, well said. Agreed. All right, so uh, just to kind of give you a heads up, so next week uh, we're going to be talking about the ability to assist first responders. And I'm not cutting anybody off. I'm still open for questions, comments, whatever. Um, but the ability to help first responders um, and uh, and what that entails and what that looks like. So um, that's going to be up for next week. And um, just a little side note before we carry on, for those of you who are in the chat, if you are on the website, you'll see a tiny little banner up at the top that says Grand Opening Week Sale, 20% discount on all the merchandise in our shop. So take advantage of that. That's um, a pretty big deal. Thank you, Stephanie, for putting that on for everybody. Yeah, that runs until Saturday. And there'll be other specials coming up, but that's just the, the opening list, you know, get everybody in there sale. So keep an eye on the website. Um, that's where our promos will be. Uh, so check that out and get your gear and broadcast 
um, the FPV FC to everybody you know. Nice, nice. Cool. I'm, I'm going to go take a nap for a couple days now. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thank you, Stephanie. This has been uh, a, a sprint to get here. All right. Oh. Any last comments, questions, comments, any of the above? Um, I go back to spotters for a moment. Yep. Um, yeah, like um, I used to fly at a um, model aircraft club out over in some marshlands, actually. Anyway, um, it's a very old-fashioned sort of uh, flying club where it's like all icy and glow and all of that, and they will build their planes out of balsa wood and paper and crap. Um, yeah, it's I'm, like... I'm a member in one of those clubs. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, whatever. I'm currently, um... <laughs> work, currently working on a, uh, on a Zeroli uh, Staggerwing Beach. Oh, very nice. Even I have absolutely no idea what that is. Um, anyway, um, I, I'm, I'm not having an issue with the club. I'm having an issue with the people there. <laughs> it's, it might just be this particular one. But, um, I, I have one of those locally here, too. Um, anyway, um, so yeah, I had to do like uh, BMFA CAT A, which is a thing. I don't know. You have to do like qualification to fly model aircraft here anyway. Um, but yeah, that's not the issue. Finally gets the issue. Um, when I actually fly FPV, it's um, it's actually quite a rarity there um, for a start. And secondly, um, if I fly, I have to have I have to have like a certification in flying a fixed wing, or like a certification in something. So mm -hmm. I have a fixed wing rotary or uh, multi rotor. Mm -hmm. but they don't really care which, which is a bit like this isn't very applicable but then mm -hmm. they also ask that they have a spotter which is also certified in something even if they're not using a buddy box system mm -hmm. so it just seems um this is more of a rant than actually a point but anyway um yeah so it just well, we seems can... a bit pointless about them having to have like a certification if they can't actually do anything about the flight like they can tell me that it's there they don't need a certification to tell me that something is there. Right, and, and so to to to, uh, to guide that into uh, uh, some things that we're thinking about, um, being a, a spotter is uh, to me universal. Having been a spotter at a, a national at national events uh, here in the state, um, you know, it's it's the same duty. You know, watching what else is going on, not watching uh, you know the person that you're, uh, the, you know the aircraft that uh, that your your person is uh, piloting. Um, in addition, um, we uh, we feel that uh, ah, just lost my train of thought. <clears throat> um, it'll come back. It's one of those uh, senior moments. Oh, I mean, I'm like 18 now, so I can just blame it on the time, <laughs> the age. That's it. We, we, That's we it. can probably we can probably blame find a, like a reason to blame everything on it. Yeah, yeah. No, what I what I was going to say is that um, thank you. Uh, that that helped. The uh, that little pause. Yeah, <laughs> the synapse cl finally closed. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> yeah. Um, so working with and yeah, flying um. FPV at uh, uh, AMA fields, uh, it can be welcomed. 
Uh, it also can be shunned uh, here in the States. Uh, so what we're uh, trying to be about is, you know, we want to be uh, safe and we want to be benevolent and we're going to try to educate people so that, uh, as uh, you were saying earlier, that uh, there, you know, we we find uh, uh, broad uh, two two groups of people, uh, one group who really uh, adores uh, drones and uh, another group of people who are quite resentful. So we're trying to break down those barriers and. Uh, I think that's uh, that's one of the things that'll be very important to us. And if we can uh, mend or create some bridges with the uh, AMA, um, my wife tenderly refers to my RC fixed wing club as the old farts. And so if we can uh, get along a little better with the with the old farts, that will help us because that's at the ground level. And then we're also working at uh, the headquarters level with AMA, and that should uh, benefit all of us. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's very true over here as well. They're all really rather old. And the gauntlet's been thrown. But when I did actually get round to jumping through all of their hoops, um, some of them actually came up to me. Uh, it's like, wow, that was some really good flyers. Like, yeah, it, it's like if you're actually open to it, it's actually a lot. Lot more fun than you think it is of just hovering there, take spying on everyone. Um, so I oh, mean, I think it's hey. just like getting past the initial like fear of that it's gonna do damage or break something, and it's yeah. So once you go past the initial fear, it should be good. Very good. In theory. <laughs> uh, other questions, comments, reactions. It's three o'clock in the morning. I should probably go to bed, I think, is that my reaction. <laughs> Good oh, night, love. Thank you for being here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's are, there, are there, is, would anyone else, like, no, I'm only kidding. Oh, no, it's fine. I just, no, this is the first one I've been to because it's like three in the morning. Well, started at two in the morning and now it's three in the morning, so. Yeah, well, we fair. appreciate you taking the time. It's awesome that you could be here. And we love feedback from anywhere. It doesn't matter if it's from the U.S., the U.K., Israel, wherever. Um, we love the feedback. So um, please, 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 guys, here's the deal. Ultimately, we are accountable to the community. So please hold us to that. Um, please give us your comments, your suggestions. Keep us in check. Um, that's We're open to it. We're open to um, any comment you guys may have. Um, and uh, just to reiterate, I announced this last week, but I, I don't know if anybody's seen it. There is a suggestion box um, up at the top, a channel for the suggestion box. So um, feel free to use it if you've got something, or feel free to direct message one of us. Um, we'll be happy to help you out, So uh, or listen, or, or whatever the case may be. So uh, we are accountable to the community, though. That's the whole point. Um, so with that said, I, that's all I have. Um, anybody else? All right, guys. I think that's a wrap. Good that's meeting. Dust thank, bail thank you. Just rolls across Discord. We did it. <laughs> <laughs> now on to the next pro, uh, program. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Right. With that, I really should go going to bed. So, good night, guys. Or good night. Good night. Wherever the good time night. is for you. So, uh. <laughs> later.
Thank you good all. Night, Have a good evening. Good night, everybody. Good night.